You are Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast on the Milwaukee Bucks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Welcome to Locked on Bucks. I'm Eric Name, Milwaukee Bucks reporter at The Athletic Wisconsin. Not joining me as always will be my good friend and the founder of BrewHoop.com, Frank Madden. Today's episode is brought to you by our good friends over at Vivid Seats. Use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer at Vivid Seats. So head over to Vivid Seats. You can go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app today. For today's episode, it is Friday morning. Uh, I'm going Frankless. Uh, We we like to give Frank Thursday nights off, and it just so happened that, you know, I got to a Friday morning, and that's where I am now. So um, I I guess just kind of some news and notes to get us started. Uh, We'll talk a little bit more about the Bucks' final preseason game here in a little while, but some news and notes uh, I'm getting ready here in the morning to head over to Pfizer Forum in about, you know, I got to get there around 10 o'clock because the Timberwolves Circus is in town. Uh, It's one night only, but the circus is in town here in Milwaukee, and I need to head over to Pfizer Forum and cover it. And it's just kind of interesting that, you know, the Bucks uh, happen to be a part of this storyline as everything goes absolutely crazy in Minnesota. So uh, they are getting ready for their game in Milwaukee, and they canceled practice yesterday uh, because that's a team that that's the thing that you know teams that are doing well and uh, totally sustainable do right like that's a, a thing and they they're trying to figure everything out so we'll see what happens there I'm sure I'll get to uh, hear from Tom Thibodeau and maybe Jimmy Butler but probably not Jimmy Butler uh, and then Carl Anthony Towns so it should be an interesting morning but it, it was interesting to practice yesterday uh, as we kind of got a chance to talk to Bucks players and, you know, I, I asked both Chris Middleton and John Henson, like, I mean, you guys have Twitter. I I know you see what's happening there. So, so what do you guys kind of think? And uh, Chris Middleton actually used the word that I used earlier that, you know, it's, it's a circus and it, it is, it, I mean, there are some unwritten rules about not talking too much about uh, business that isn't yours, uh, something that isn't in your house, you know, keep your own house in order. And that's kind of where you should be. And, uh, you know, he he just kind of mentioned that, you know, that's that's not something that they need to worry about or think about. But uh, it's crazy. And, you know, you just uh, 
you're just happy that it's not you and that everyone kind of on your team is is ready to focus everyone is happy like it, it is kind of a drama free type thing uh and then we asked john henson about it and john henson's response was i'd say a little bit funnier which knowing john henson not too much of a surprise but uh, you know i asked him about it and <laughs> his first response was to laugh and then he said, it's funny, actually, like, the memes are pretty funny. I'll give him that. And yes, I would agree, John Henson, the memes are pretty funny. Uh, it is just kind of, it's just wild that this is something that's going on on an NBA team during a training camp as they're getting prepared for the season because it's just not something you ever see, not something you could really ever even think of but that's where we are and we will see where that goes next another thing that you know happened yesterday that you know you need to recap before we start thinking about this game and kind of how things work is Shabazz Muhammad was waived by the Milwaukee Bucks and I mean to me I can't imagine it's much of much of a surprise to any of you or at least I hope it wouldn't be, because as you're looking through the guys that, you know, make up the end of the roster, Shabazz Muhammad is not one of the guys that we mentioned really having a possibility. We've obviously talked about Christian Wood. We've obviously talked about Tyler Zeller. Uh, and even to a lesser extent, we talked about a guy like Tim Frazier. And that that just isn't... Uh, I, I don't think Shabazz Muhammad's name got brought up as a possibility once. Uh, on this podcast and you know like that isn't that isn't to say Shabazz Muhammad is the worst player that any of us have ever seen but I mean I do think it's pretty clear that Shabazz Muhammad was not a very good fix or very good fit he he was not going to be something that really made a lot of sense in Milwaukee because well what was what was he bringing to the roster? And uh, as as it all, as it goes at the moment, you know, you look at this Bucks team, and you know they don't really have room for for the guys that they already have rostered at his position. So, like you, you think about a guy like Pat Connaughton, he played 82 games last season, and I'm not sure he has a spot. You think about a guy like Sterling Brown, where you know we're both Frank and I are pretty big fans of Sterling Brown and well, you know, there's not a lot of room for him. So, you know, does, does he even fit? Like there is a a very real crunch in some of these positions. And when you think through where Shabazz Muhammad was going to fit there, well, I think it's pretty easy to say that he wasn't going to fit there. That just wasn't going to be something uh, that worked out for him. So uh, he is no longer on the roster and, you know, we will have to see kind of what is next for this Bucks team as they try to figure out exactly who gets that final roster spot. And it it should be interesting. And uh, I don't think anything changes with Shabazz Muhammad. I, I don't think anything happens today before the game with anyone else that was on the roster like i think the the bucks have kind of figured out you know what it's down to and and i think they all know what's what like i don't think tim frazier has any illusions that he's a favorite for one of the final roster spots or, or at least I, I can't imagine he would feel that way um so 
you know, you're going to have to chop it down a little bit and figure out exactly who's left. But, you know, I think in the end, we all kind of expect that, that the real roster crunch decision comes down to Christian Wood and Tyler Zeller. And speaking of crunches, I think it's going to be pretty difficult to figure out exactly how I'm going to use all my time tonight. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers are in the playoffs. They have a home game tonight at the exact same time as the Bucks game. And I'm going to have to figure out you know, exactly how I, I managed to watch those things. But you know, you don't have a, a job to do at the Bucks game, so you could go to the Brewers game, or you could go to the Bucks game. And if you wanted to do so, Vivid Seats would be the best way to go about trying to find tickets for either of those games, because Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, you know that you're going to be able to watch your favorite teams, your favorite artists, you know, because they do concerts as well, or comedy, or theater, or whatever it may be. All of those things you can see in person because Vivid Seats has great prices and an easy purchasing experience to get tickets for all of that. So you can use the podcast code LOCKED ON, L O C K E D O N, and you can receive $20 off orders of $200 or more if you're a first time customer of Vivid Seats. So go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Enter promo code LOCKED ON, L O C K E D O N, to receive. off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. And I I mentioned the idea of the roster crunch kind of uh, as the Bucks attempt to figure out exactly who it is that will, will make this roster. And I think that's part of what makes this final preseason game interesting. And uh, I, I don't I don't say that saying that, you know, you're going to start watching the game and they're going to start handing roses out at, at the end of the first quarter and then at halftime and then at the third quarter and then they'll have their decision made by the end of the night. I, I say it because this is going to be a, a tough balance for Mike Boonholzer to kind of to kind of strike because one thing that he talked about yesterday at practice was, you know, this is in many ways the dress rehearsal for this team for this upcoming season. This is them getting ready, you know, trying to figure out exactly what a rotation might look like. And uh, I don't, I don't suspect he's going to coach this game. Like it, it is a regular season game. That would be too extreme. And one wouldn't match up with anything that he does. Uh, and also wouldn't really match up with anything that the league would see as normal, that that isn't something that, that I think NBA teams really do. And I guess not really in any sport, like, you know, you know, in the, the final preseason games of the NFL, foul that I was talking about those address rehearsals but still like you're going to see some backup guys play but with this Bucks team I think it's particularly interesting because they don't really have a ton of roster spots to decide on they have one and I understand the Keith Smith rumors maybe two with DJ Wilson but ultimately as I said yesterday that still seems pretty unlikely for me like I don't I don't think the Bucks are going to cut DJ Wilson that that doesn't feel like something that that is going to happen despite the rumors so uh they have one roster spot and they have a bunch of guys that they want to see and some of those guys are are, i mean 
when you look at Wood and Zeller, they play pretty similar positions. They're guys that, you know, need time at the big spots. And, you know, if you're trying to work on a rotation or trying to work on what your team looks like in the season, well, that makes things a little bit more difficult. So uh, I I think it's going to be really interesting to watch and see, you know, how much time is dedicated to the regulars, how much time is dedicated to trying to get them right. uh, And how much time is dedicated to, okay, we got to make it we got to make a decision. We need some more time with these guys. We need to see them play. And I think the tough part for us is knowing really how much any of that plays into a decision from, from the Bucks management squad to figure out, you know, does this final preseason game, is this a deciding factor? Or have we kind of already made our decision through everything that we've seen in practice, through everything that we've already seen in games? Like, I can't imagine this. It comes down to oh, Christian Wood had 15 points in the final preseason game. Tyler Zeller had nine. So we have to go with Christian Wood. Like That doesn't seem likely. Um, but, but these minutes will matter to those guys. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how Mike Boonholzer ends up using his roster tonight. And I think something that's even more interesting is we talked about it and uh, Malcolm Brogdon starting. It, it is a, it's a real thing. Uh, that is something that it appears that Mike Boonholzer is is committed to, something that he really wants to do, which again is totally fine. Like if that's if that's what he wants to do, that's fine. But you know, figuring out exactly how you're going to put together how you're gonna put together a rotation becomes a little bit more difficult. And uh we had one of our listeners, uh, I, I'm trying to exactly remember, um, I believe, oh, he's he's from the Burlington affiliate of The Athletic. Uh, well, not quite yet, but I, I'm going to put in his, his resume and, and see if I can get him a meeting there. Um, but one of our listeners, John Thorngate at John, J-O-N-T-H-O-R-N-G-A-T-E, uh, was inspired by yesterday's pod to put together a rotation for for what it may look like if you use a couple guys at each position. So uh, at center, he used Lopez, Henson, and Ilyasova. At power forward, he used Giannis and Ilyasova. Uh, at small forward, Middleton and Brown. At guard, or at shooting guard, excuse me, Brogdon and Tony Snell. And then at point guard, Bledsoe and DiVincenzo. And, you know, kind of staggered it out and, you know, took Malcolm Brogdon out after four minutes, kind of like I had mentioned uh, on the podcast. And, uh, I mean, it's just kind of interesting to look through what he's doing and what it all means uh, because, I, I, as I mentioned yesterday, I don't know what what Mike Boonholzer really does. I think it's it's very difficult to really start staggering multiple guys on the roster and uh, with putting Bledsoe in the starting lineup, but that does make things more difficult. And I think it's going to be, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how it works out. And I think that would be another interesting thing is that, you know, maybe, maybe Mike Boonholzer is going to, go through the first three quarters of this game exactly like he would go through the first three quarters of a regular season game. And if so, 
I would be very thankful because that would help all of us kind of understand what the rotation is and it would help us know exactly, uh, you know, what direction this Bucks team is going as far as uh, their roster, who's going to get playing time uh, and kind of all those things. But I don't really know if if that's a thing that, that we will get to see on Friday night, but it is certainly something that we'll be watching for. A couple of the other things that I'm thinking about going into this game, and I ended up writing about this at The Athletic Wisconsin, but one of the things that Mike Boonholzer mentioned on Media Day about their defense was he wants to see them follow less. And it's something that the Bucks did regularly throughout the, the Jason Kidd era, and that was following. They followed a lot. And uh, it wasn't like they were they were the top team in fouls per game or anything like that, but their foul rate was very high. Uh, and it was interesting yesterday talking to John Henson because he mentioned the fact that you know we were taught in an aggressive screen uh, in an aggressive scheme, not an aggressive screen, an aggressive scheme, and you know in that there's going to be some fouls. And, you know, you're, you're going to end up following people when you are playing aggressive. And I kind of, I, I kind of stopped him and just double checked on a follow-up and was just like, just wait, was that how it was taught that, you know, if, if you are being aggressive and you need to give a follow, give a follow. And he said, no, no, like we weren't, we weren't told to give a follow, but you know, that's what happens when you are aggressive and you do kind of commit yourself to certain actions. And it, it was, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know that it, that was something that necessarily surprised me because I think by the end of the Jason Kidd era, when, when guys were making mistakes defensively, there was a lot of grabbing. They, they really did, whether that would be um, a late closeout where someone's going to get a blow by and, and they would just grab. Um, I know we saw, I mean, even Giannis do some of that last year where uh, he'd be closing out with a left hand and then as a guy tried to dribble by, he would just kind of swipe with the right hand and pick up a foul there. Um, that was something that happened a lot with the Bucks. that it was just too aggressive a closeout or uh, after that closeout would get beat, you know, as a guy's going to the basket, they end up giving a foul. And I, it, it's really, it's really something to think about that, that Bucks team gave up, Bucks teams on their kid gave up one of the worst shot profiles in the league. They they were giving up more shots than anyone at the rim last season, and they were also giving up a bunch of corner threes. It wasn't as bad last season. Uh, in in the three years previous, it was much worse. Um, but really, like you know, they were giving up the shots that teams wanted, and then on top of that, they were fouling then than most other teams. So if you if you're thinking about ease of scoring. Sure, you do have to make some passes and take care of the ball for the first 12 to 15 seconds of the shot clock, but in the end, you're you're getting good looks at the rim, you're getting fouled, or you're creating corner threes. And I, I'm very curious to see 
you know, Mike Boonholzer's teams gave up a bunch of corner threes. Like that, that was something his teams in Atlanta did. He, he did finish in the top five in defensive efficiency three of the five years. So, uh, Defense is something that he is very good at teaching, but um, I, I don't know how different everything looks. And John Henson said, yeah, the aggressiveness is scaled back a little bit this year, but you know, we still do want to be a tough defensive team. And I just don't, I don't know how that all ends up playing out. But in regards to falls, we saw the Bucks follow the Bulls 12 times. Then we saw them fall the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves the first time 30 times, and then they fall the Thunder 26 times. Uh, so they they kind of had the falls under control in the first one, and that game was a blowout. They boat raced the Bulls, so um, it's th- there's very little reason to fall. Uh, these other ones have been close games, but they're going to have to find a way to do it without the hands, and why that is so interesting to me this year is because not only are they trying to go from a team that fouled a lot to a team that doesn't foul a lot, but the NBA, at least in the preseason, we'll see what happens in the regular season, are really enforcing their freedom of movement rules. And that that is a lot of the grabbing, that's hand-checking, that's really all the ways that you can be physical defensively, they're getting rid of those things, and that's been an emphasis in the preseason. And I know there are times where in the preseason something really gets called a lot, and then once you get to the regular season, it's not called as much. But the preseason was kind of the time where they tried to really let players know, like, hey, you're not going to be able to do this, so don't do it. And then, you know, you're you're hoping that you're you're winning over, you're manipulating their habits, and eventually they're doing less of it once you get to the regular season but you know sometimes two weeks doesn't really get it done and sometimes it has to go a little bit further into the regular season so i'm not really sure what the freedom of movement kind of stuff will end up looking like in the end but it is something that i think is really interesting with the bucks is they try to figure out how to foul less and the league is actively trying to get teams to follow less, so it should help out the Bucks uh, in their learning process. But this is a team that's going to have a bunch of bad habits to break, and they're going to have to find a way to get through it and then learn from whatever the rules may be this season and especially the rules here in the preseason and how to get to it and when I asked Mike Boonholzer about it he gave this really interesting answer about you know how important it is and why he finds it important and I guess for me that there was some interesting things in there but he started off very simply like you know we may we may sit here and uh, be a little bit too, a little bit too into it. We exaggerate a little bit too much that you're giving up two free points, but you know you are really helping teams out. Uh, and then he said, you know, if you get a team in the bonus, then some interesting things happen at the end of the quarter. And you know, overall, he just really wants his guys to figure out how to do this. But he said, ultimately, we're breaking some habits of these guys and. That's, I think, going to be a really interesting thing to think about. I think it's going to be a really interesting thing to think about now for the whole start of the season. 
These guys are trying to get out of the Jason Kidd way of thinking and get into the Mike Budenholzer way of thinking, and those are two different things. I don't know if they're two very different things defensively, but they are two different things, and this Bucks team will have to find a way to get through it, and they'll have to find a way to figure out exactly what will happen there. So I think that's about all I have for today. We're kind of in a spot where... I think all of the the super interesting preseason stuff is kind of up. Uh, we've seen the Bucks shoot a bunch of threes. We've seen them uh, have a secret game. Uh, we've seen them struggle a little bit against Oklahoma City, and they did so because they didn't really play any of their starters. So we'll get to see all the starters again tonight. And you know, I think tonight's a chance to maybe learn a little bit something more uh but then it's also just a chance to clear off this preseason game and get us to the next step of all of this as as they get to the regular season so we will see what that game looks like tonight a big thanks for all of you for coming along for the ride with me on today's Lockdown Bucks. A big thanks to Vivid Seats for bringing you today's Lockdown Bucks. Again, the Vivid Seats promo code is L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and that'll get you $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. So you can go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app today. Enter promo code LOCKDOWN to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more. All right, that is it. We'll talk to you next Monday. And just thinking about next week a little bit, this is what you should expect. Start of the week, we're going to do some over-unders, one of our favorite podcasts of the year to record. So that'll happen on, I would guess it'll go into two shows, so Monday and Tuesday. Uh, So we will have that for you at the start of the week. We will have a game preview ready to go for you on Wednesday as the Bucks get ready to go against the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, then on Thursday, you're going to see us have a, a little bit of a recap of the season opener, and then you're going to get us to preview the home opener, which is Friday against the Pacers. And it's it's closer than you think, and also that should be an exciting night as the Bucks officially open up Pfizer Forum. So that'll all be coming at you next week. And then I'm thinking on Friday maybe we'll have a special guest. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm thinking that's what we'll do next week. So uh, we are going to start rolling and really getting into the schedule and really start getting into uh, kind of the grind of an NBA season where it's going to be a lot of recaps and it's going to be a lot of previews and then we'll figure out what to do with the days in between. But that's kind of how it'll go now for the next little while. So for Frank Madden, I'm Eric Name. This has been Lockdown Bucks. We'll talk to you later.